Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Al D. This is a show designed for aspiring current and former MBAs looking for advice on how you can grow your career through an MBA degree. During each episode, I'll talk to MBA students, graduates, and leaders about the MBA experience, navigating the workplace, and career development so you can learn how to develop and achieve your own version of career success through an MBA and beyond. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D. I'm the host of the MBA Insider Podcast. Today's episode is a special episode produced in conjunction with the Arizona State University W.P. Carey MBA program. In this episode, I have Elvis Diaz, a MBA graduate from ASU's W.P. Carey MBA program from the class of 2019, as well as Rebecca Mellon-Churchill, the Director of Graduate Recruitment and Admission from the W.P. Carey MBA program. This was a great conversation to really learn more about what it's like to get an MBA at W.P. Carey, as well as a little bit more about Elvis's journey to W.P. Carey's MBA program and what he was able to get out of that experience. Really enjoyed speaking with Elvis and Rebecca for a number of reasons. First and foremost, W.P. Carey has the benefit of being a little bit of a smaller program that's part of a larger network at ASU. And that really comes to life in their motto, which is business is personal. And I think you'll hear a little bit more about the benefits of that from Elvis and having him talk about his experience in business school. I think the second thing that stood out to me was Rebecca talked a little bit about this concept of being a net investor. And it's just this general idea of how they really look for those types of students coming into the program and how that really helps enrich not only the MBA program, but how it makes it better for everyone else and their classmates. And I think that is such a valuable part of going to business school. And then the last thing that really stuck out was this idea of what it's like in the value of going to an MBA program in Arizona. Both Elvis and Rebecca spoke a little bit more about why they think Arizona is a great place to get an MBA and what in the greater Phoenix and Arizona area really comes out when you get to go to business school or perhaps even in, like in Elvis's case, live there beyond just the MBA program. This was a great program and is a nice listen, particularly if you are considering MBA programs right now, if you're either starting the application or about to, make sure to listen in and let us know what you think about this episode. All right. Well, it's so wonderful to have Elvis and Rebecca here. I always love starting with warm-up questions. So Elvis, I'm going to start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And because I have both you and Rebecca on here today, I would love to know, what is your favorite thing about Arizona? So I'm Elvis Diaz. I currently work at Intel. I'm a strategic finance specialist. My favorite thing about Arizona is probably just a desert landscape. So you can just have more opportunity to just always take in the beauty of the city, at least here specifically in Phoenix. Rebecca, how about you? Tell us who you are and what is your favorite thing about Arizona? Yeah, and thank you so much for having me. So my name is Rebecca Mallon Churchill. I'm the Director of Recruitment and Admission for the Graduate Programs here at the W.P. Carey School. I'm also an Arizona native. We are a rare breed. There aren't that many of us, but I left and I came back. So I'd say my favorite thing outside of the desert landscape that I love to is March when all of the citrus trees blossom. When you take a walk around campus, it is intoxicating to smell all of that sweet orange blossom that then does cause a little bit of allergies, but it's worth it. Worth it indeed. Okay, Elvis, I want to dig a little bit further to you. Why don't you tell us what were you doing prior to going to business school? And why did you choose to pursue an MBA in the first place? Yeah, so before business school, I was in nonprofit administration. All of my work before business school was just working with nonprofits, 
even when I was a student as a finance major, all my internships and everything was just strictly with nonprofit organizations. And I kind of liked that type of work. So um, in New Jersey, I worked for a foundation kind of managing a grant that we provided for 11 agencies and then also ran an AmeriCorps program in the state of New Jersey. So that's kind of what I did. It was great. I loved it, but it kind of hit a point where I was like, all right, I want something new. Um, I think I actually want to go to the business side since, you know, I have some familiarity with it with my degree. But because of my quote unquote lack of experience in the corporate or for-profit sector, I felt like an MBA would be a great way to kind of pivot and kind of get that foot in the door, but also to just meet people, learn about what types of jobs are out there outside of nonprofit. Cause again, I had no exposure to any of that. So it was kind of also a way to learn about what I want to do next. And as a follow-up to that, Elvis, could you share a little bit more about how WP Carey came on your radar and why did you choose to get an MBA and to move from New Jersey to Arizona? Yeah. So I'm really excited how I got to meet ASU because I, so I went to the MBA tour in New York and, you know, I got to see a lot of schools and I already had a set of list of schools that I was wanted to talk to. And as I was um, just waiting, you know, lines are long for a lot of all of them really. And then WP Carey just kind of reached out to me. They're just like very personal. And then they just kind of like, you know, like started talking to me and I was just like, oh my God, hey. And then they just telling me about the program and, you know, the motto is like business is personal. And I was like, oh, great. You know, and of course, like all the schools are there, you know, like to just show interest and like talk about their schools. But what really stood out to me the most is the follow-up email I got later that day from WP Carey, where it was like a very personalized message of like, hey, thanks for stopping by our table. And then they actually had specific bullet points of things that I actually had in conversation with them. It wasn't like a template. Thanks for stopping by. You know, here's more resources. And I think that's the part that really stood out to me. I was like, wow, like they're really like actually remembered me and what I said. And out of all the students they're talking to all over all the time. So I think that's what really stood out to me from the very beginning. So just that initial engagement was just really impactful for me. And then ultimately what I decided was, again, just the whole business is personal piece from every interaction I had, I was definitely looking for a school that would have a communal feeling because I needed to absorb it all. And I knew I needed help from everyone. So it was like nice to kind of have that support since day one. Okay, I want to go over to Rebecca for a little bit. And I love having both Elvis as well as Rebecca here because we can see both sides of the coin in terms of a former student as well as someone who works in recruitment and admissions. So Rebecca, Elvis talked a little bit about this idea of business is personal. I know you and your team are responsible for trying to bring that to life. But in your own words, could you share a little bit more about what you think makes WP Carey and ASU unique? And could you just share a little bit more about what is so amazing about WP Carey and ASU? I sit here with this huge smile on my face hearing Elvis's story because it was a colleague of mine who had met him at that event in New York. And then she sent the email back to me and I got to work with Elvis as a recruiter. And it's something that has kept me here at the school for as long as I've been as the idea of business is personal. And I think that that is what a lot of people are attracted to. And I know, you know, in the case of Elvis too, we weren't on their radar. You know, we weren't on Elvis's radar. We weren't on a number of his classmates radar too, until they met with someone and that's what makes us so special, because when you think about a school like Arizona State University, we're the largest public institution in the country. There are thousands, if not tens of thousands of people who go to this institution. And so the thought process would be that you would just be, you know, just a number. But what's so great is that you end up getting the best of both worlds with us because you have the resources that's available at this huge, gigantic research one institution 
but you're also part of this boutique style business school where it starts obviously from the second that you engage with the recruitment team. So, you know, from Elvis's perspective, I would assume that after you received your admission, then you also heard from an ambassador and a current student who, you know, who got you ready. And then you started to engage with the program operations team, who I'm sure helped you through the tears and the happiness and the joys of of the MBA program and the career center. Really, the idea of business as personal is what makes us so special, because a lot of times an MBA can be an uber competitive type of environment. And we take the deliberate approach to ensure that it is a collaborative one and that it is one where, you know, your wins are celebrated by the entire community. I promise I could go on for hours about about this incredible place, but I know we have limited time, so (laughs) I'll stop. I love that story. And I love how you were able to bring some of that personal story to life from your side of connecting and engaging originally with Elvis. Elvis, I want to go back to you for a second. A couple of things I heard Rebecca talk about there was this idea about community and the WP Carey program. And I know that a lot of people choose business school for the community or the people. And I think that's a really good reason. But could you share more of why you personally found that the community component really resonated for you at WP Carey, just to bring that to life and to really show people what really stood out to you about WP Carey? Yeah, definitely. It's the communal aspect of it. But I think before I even get into the whole community piece, I think what stood out to me about WP Carey is intentionality. Like that's something that I just value a lot. And I think just coming from the nonprofit work, every work we do is intentional. You know, there's an impact, there's something that we're working towards and it's well thought out. And I think every interaction with whether it's staff members, students, professors, like it's all intentional, it's all genuine. And that's, first of all, I think that's the foundation piece of it. But the whole communal aspect, absolutely. It's something that I was definitely looking forward to in a business school, which is kind of how Rebecca mentioned how some schools can be very competitive. And that's just, you know, the nature of how the school operates. And there's nothing wrong with that type of environment or aspect, but I just, I do know that's something that I was not looking forward to. So I was really happy that WP Carey was very communal and the fact that everyone's there to help you and we're just going to support you. Even my peers, and we're all applying or interviewing for the exact same role that we want, but only one is available. We're helping each other out. We're like, coaching each other right after interview or anything. So it's always like, oh, I'm not, you got it. You're, I'm not going to get it. You know, so it's very naturally just supportive, which I think for me is something that I definitely needed as, again, pivoting careers. I needed all the help I can get and I wanted to learn as much as I can. So it's nice to be surrounded by that type of environment. Listeners of this podcast will know that I also went to a MBA program that was more of a community feel and definitely on the smaller side of top MBA school programs. And I would wholeheartedly agree. I think that there is a lot of value of going to a program that really does have that community feel because Elvis is something that you said, it, it is a journey. And even if your MBA is a personal endeavor and a personal pursuit, you certainly will need help along the way. And so being able to be in a community of people who are willing to help, who are willing to support and who are open with that, I think can have a lot of benefits And I think that is such an underrated component of business schools in general. And on that notion, we'd love to have you talk a little bit about your experience at WP Carey. Could you maybe share one or two programs, experiences, or initiatives that you participated in that you're really jazzed about or that you had a great experience with while you were in business school at WP Carey? There's so much. I think my favorite part 
kind of tied to the community piece of just like all the social activities we would have with my peers that would be put on by the program. So they would always allot us a budget and us students, we'd have to run it and kind of get to choose what social events or communal events or educational events we kind of wanted to do. So that was really, really fun to kind of just have that extracurricular social piece of it, kind of just, you know, just learn and have fun with each other. So I think that's something that I just thoroughly enjoyed. The other piece is I was part of the Graduate Finance Association. So I was like the vice president my second year. And that was really, really cool to be a part of that just because we were able to help provide meetings and support for all of the graduate finance programs, not just MBA specific. So that was just cool to just be able to provide that type of support. But more so for me is I was a finance undergrad and kind of what I didn't like is that it was always just strictly like investment making route. And what I learned through the MBA's finance concentration was that, oh, there's so many plethora of jobs that are related to finance that aren't just the traditional way that sometimes in academics just focuses on. So I was really happy to just be part of the sharing of knowledge of the different opportunities and or jobs that folks in finance could get beyond just the investment banking route that most of the academics just kind of focuses on the material. So. So I know there's a lot and I'll give you another chance because I know that you did so many things, but I was doing a little bit of research and I found out that you actually started your own student organization on campus when you were in the MBA program at WP Carey. Could you share more about what that was and why you chose to do that and perhaps even the impact that it made on campus? So yeah, for the second year, with a couple of peers and I, we started what's called Standout MBA, which is a business school's first LGBTQ club. So ASU overall has a plethora of resources and clubs and organizations that's for LGBTQ students. But within WP Carey School, I thought it would be important to kind of have one just focuses on this business students and kind of how that impacts it. And the reason we started it is, one, I was amazed, me being a queer individual, I was shocked at how many other queer folks were at WP Carey. So it was nice to see that there was a good number of us. And so we decided to start it just because I think it's twofold. One is to celebrate and acknowledge the acceptance that WP Carey already has for queer folks, which is really cool and kind of wanted to showcase that. And the other piece of that was also to provide education and just training on, hey, how do we ensure that we're, no matter where we go in our jobs after business school, how can we ensure that we're creating an inclusive and welcoming environment in whatever role or company we go to? And so kind of we wanted to just focus a lot on creating workshops and event meetings that anybody could walk away with key takeaways on how this could be beneficial for them, whether they are part of the LGBT community or not. But yeah, that was really neat to kind of be able to start that and then get connected also to the broader LGBTQ business organization, which is Ramba, reaching out MBA. So that was another way to kind of just get connected with that and again, open the access even further of the network that that provided. And Rebecca, so it's clear Elvis was involved in a lot of things and made a lot of impact, but you have the ability to see the diversity of what other students get involved in and what they get engaged with. So I know that Elvis is a great representative and taking advantage of all that issues has to offer, but could you share with me, just from talking to students, either past or present, what are some other elements of the WP Carey experience that you would like to add or highlight that also just make for a great student experience? Absolutely. And I'll I'll warn you that, again, this is one of those ones that I could go on forever. I'll say, too, that Elvis is showcasing his humility because he was also a really active member of the ambassador program as well, so helped actively recruit students into the program. And I think he's a great example of a net investor at WP Carey, which is part of the nomenclature that we really 
it's woven into the fabric of who we are, which is this idea of someone who leaves the program better than they found it. So talking about the standout MBA group, this is a club that is still going very strong. And in fact, the creation of the club with Elvis and his classmates helped us to become an official Ramba member school. So it's just a great example of how one person's action really does create an impact and leave a legacy. So in addition to the net investor mentality, which we really encourage individuals who are looking to yeah, make that impact, it can be small, it can be large. We've got people who are photographers who've come and volunteered to take headshots of their classmates to put on their LinkedIn. So it's smaller or it's a large club. Some other highlights that you know I think some people would, would love to appreciate is our executive connections program that links you into someone who has been wildly successful in their career. We have the absolute definition of a of an interdisciplinary curriculum with our interdisciplinary applied learning labs, because when you leave your MBA program, you're not only going to work just with MBAs. So you need to learn how to work with people who are experts in education or public programs or engineering. And so we, we capitalize at ASU on that. And that's just a, a little bit. I mean, it goes on and on about the benefits, again, of being at a school that is as large as ASU and also as innovative as ASU, because I have to call out, of course, the fact that we've been named number one in innovation for eight years in a row since U.S. News started the rankings. So um, that's nothing we we don't uh, shout from the hilltops. We're very proud of that. Just to follow up there, Rebecca, I love that language and this idea of, quote unquote, net investor. Could you talk a little bit more about that concept and why it's so important to you? And I think the what I, comes to mind for me is that I could see the value as a potential student wanting to go somewhere where I could have an impact, but I can also see why that could also be valuable to you in terms of bringing in students who want to make a difference. But could you just share a little bit more just about why that's so important to WP Carey and perhaps even how that even just comes to life? Absolutely. So Elvis has painted a really lovely picture as far as the collaborative community that we have at WP Carey. So we want to ensure that we're inviting individuals to be a part of this community who are looking to help their fellow classmate, help you know a future student. It's very easy to come into what, in my time working with MBAs, I know is a life-changing experience and think of it in a very passive mindset that I'm going to come and get this MBA and I'm going to get a new job and I'm going to make a lot of money and I'm going to go do this. So sure, we are going to help prepare you for all of those things, but we're also going to ask that you think about what can you do for others and how can you, again, leave your community better, leave your world better. If any of you are really interested in researching what are now the nine design aspirations of Arizona State University, I urge you to Google them because they're really incredible and it just really goes into, again, the fabric of who we are and the difference and the impact that we want to make in the, you know, the local level on each individual person, but also, you know, no small feat. We want our students to change the world. Elvis, I, I want to ask you a follow-up question just to that. Does this concept of the net investor mentality, did that resonate with you? I know that Rebecca has given you that quality and characteristic, but does that resonate at all just from your perspective in terms of either how you sell yourself or what you were looking to do in terms of being an MBA student at ASU? Yeah, it definitely does resonate. Again, going back to one of my core values is intentionality. How are you being purposeful in whatever environment you're in? 
not just think about the whole take, 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 but also what can you give? So I think naturally like that was, I loved it. Cause again, it's all about the intentionality piece of it all. We're not doing these good things just to be called out net investor. We're, we just happen to like to do these things. And that's just the nature of who we are and what the WP Carey school brings in the spirit of it. So it's just very genuine and natural. And I think for me, that was just something that I definitely appreciated because that's how I got my education through of like going to a nonprofit sector is like, I would always be taught like, you're not doing help on people, you're helping with people like you're side by side. And so just the whole helping the community and just utilizing your strengths to make the environment where you're at better. I've always cherished and always try to make sure I do anywhere I go. Even with my current job right now, I'm currently involved, you know, in various organizations and employer resource groups that kind of just benefit us all, even though it's not part of my job or anything, but it's just stuff that I enjoy. And it's good spirit of WP Carry, the whole net investor aspect. Nice little pro tip for all the MBA applicants out there. One of the things that you probably think about when you're applying is how am I going to get in or what can I put in my application to enable me to get in? Underrated fact is when you are applying, if a school is looking for other students who are going to be net investors, that is a nice value add because you're going to all of a sudden, if you get in, go to a school of other people who are surrounding you who are going to be willing to not only invest in themselves, but in you as well. And so fun little facts sometimes as you're looking and thinking about and evaluating programs, not just for yourself, but what is that experience going to be like in going there? And so that to me, I think is something that I could see in terms of going to a program that does think about this concept and idea of a net investor. So applicants out there, just a little pro tip, just something to think about and consider. Okay, I want to move this conversation along and where I want to take this next is to talk about something that we started with, and that is the great state of Arizona. And maybe I'll have Rebecca start with this because it sounds like you're the native Arizonan. Could you share a little bit more about the MBA experience and why Arizona is such a great place to be for business school? Absolutely. It is not lost on me that when someone considers business school, that Arizona and the Phoenix metropolitan area is probably not the first thing that comes to mind. And so what I would say that I would urge you to consider is that, you know, the state itself is geographically gorgeous and diverse. Not that you're going to have a whole lot of free time while you're in your first year of the MBA. But Phoenix is the fifth largest metropolitan area within the country, and it's actually got one of the fastest growing economies. And I say that because we have students who, like Elvis, came to Arizona without living in Arizona before, but he's still here. We, we kept him for ourselves. Or we've got folks who are just taking this two-year stop to be here and then using it as a jumping off ground to get elsewhere, you know, dependent upon their, their post-MBA career goals. Either way, it's an incredible place to be. The weather is unmatched. So yes, we'll all say it. It's hot in the summer but you also can't uh, shovel sunshine. Is that what people say? So what that allows, however, is a really incredible and vibrant community of innovation. So it's not just ASU, but there are a large number of startups that are here in the Phoenix area. There are a huge number of companies that have a footprint here. Obviously, Intel is a huge employer. And then also we've got, you know, if you are keeping up with Wall Street Journal, there was the Taiwan Semiconductor Company that signed a large uh, agreement to come here to the area. But you're close to everywhere. So say if you are from the East Coast and you want to basically have a wonderful apartment with a gorgeous pool for two years while you're taking your MBA program, we also have ties back to the East Coast. You know, it's a five-hour flight is the furthest. There's a nonstop flight two times a day from Phoenix to London, which will 
get you anywhere else in the world. And there's also a cost of living thing to keep in mind where we are probably a half, if not a third of the cost of living that is comparable to Los Angeles or the San Francisco area or the New York area. So there's a huge benefit of saving a little bit of money while you're in the program, potentially. And then you might fall in love with it and want to stay. And if not, there's a lot of opportunities to go anywhere as a result of it. But while you're here, it's just an incredible place. It is. I'm, I'm excited to hear what Elvis has to say as someone who wasn't from Arizona on what, what he found. Yeah, Elvis, actually, that's a great segue. So you were on the East Coast, but now you live in Arizona. What made you stick around? And what really was the thing that made you say, you know what, I've enjoyed my, not only enjoyed my MBA experience here, but I want to put down roots in, in this area. Yeah, it's so hard because it's like, so I'm from Atlanta originally, and all my family is still in Georgia. And so I'm like, the one, and every time I go home, they're like, are you sure? Like, you're not coming back, you're not moving, like, you're for sure staying in Arizona. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But I think for me, it's the way I describe it is just, obviously, it's gorgeous. But in my mind, it's like, it's just magical. Like, I never knew that a physical space could like, mean so much to me before, because yeah, I've moved a lot. And so I was like, I used to like the new settings and stuff like that. But I never knew that a physical space could actually bring me so much joy just by being. So like, obviously the beauty of Arizona or Phoenix is just really nice. And I just look out and I'll just be like, oh wow, it's so pretty. Like it's just, it just brings me so much joy. So I think that's the first part of it is just, I just feel so happy here and just like, it just fits perfectly. But besides like the beauty and the, the way it makes me feel, what I like about Phoenix is just an easy city to be in to navigate. Even though it's the fifth largest city, which blows my mind, it doesn't feel like it's a huge giant city. It's just life here is just a lot easier than other places that I've lived. Other places can be more cumbersome. Traffic's a lot crazier. Like here is just the roads are just simple. It's just easy to get to A and B. There's a lot of everything here. So I'm not missing out on anything that I would normally would have if I was back at home or in New Jersey. So I think, yeah, it's just the beauty and then just the ease of life that Phoenix provides is just, uh, I just love it. And also it's close to the West Coast. So if I want to go to LA, it's not far. If I want to go to Vegas, it's not far. To Mexico, it's not far. So Elvis, I know we've talked a little bit just about the whole idea of business is personal. And I think one element where that comes to life often is in the community and in your classmates. Could you share a little bit just to bring this idea of business personal to life for our listeners around what it was like to go to an MBA program like WP Carey, where it was a nice community, close-knit community. What was it like to be with your classmates? Could you just share a little bit more about bringing some of that community piece to life? Yeah, I think it it all began during what WP Carey calls Countdown. I don't know if it's still called Countdown today, but it's essentially an adamant weekend where all the folks that got admitted to the school they get invited to come on to the school for a weekend before they get to make a final decision if they will enroll or not. And since then, ever since Countdown that Advent Weekend is just the first time I got to meet my peers and oh, my classmates were great. It was just nothing but fun and genuine connection. And I think that's what speaks the most of what I got out of the program. It wasn't the degree. It wasn't the master's business administration. It's these stories and connections and peers. The community was just great. We always just made time to ensure that we had good socials, that we were always hanging out. We would do these weird things like rent out a party bus and go bar hop across all the local grocery stores that have a bar inside just to go do something. We would just have 
gatherings for any and every little thing. We would just do a wig night. We were all just dressed in the ways and we just go out. So it was just a community that we like to have fun and ensure that we're creating great memories and making the most of our time together. But that continued even after graduation. We still meet up. We still do yearly trips. And I think just having people that you enjoy and they enjoy you is very, very important as we're going through this very, very tough time of what it is to get your MBA and like all the demands of it and the pressures and the stresses. So my peers are just something that I will always value as part of the program. And the fact that WB Carey was specifically selected all of us for a reason. And I think that's the beauty of it. It's like, it wasn't just by coincidence that who we are is who we are. And we were all brought here. It's just really nice that WB Carey attracted those types of folks. And I'm very grateful for that. It sounds like a great community to be part of, and I think you really did a nice job bringing this idea of business is personal to life. Elvis, you're the reason I love my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very grateful for that experience. This definitely was transformational in all aspects. Rebecca, I want to chat with you for a second because being the director of graduate recruitment and admissions and also knowing that the MBA application for WP Carey is now live. I'm sure that you're getting lots of questions and lots of applicants who have lots of things that they're asking you about. And so I wanted to give you a chance to maybe share a little bit now just about anything you might want to provide in terms of the application or any perspective, guidance, or advice for any MBA applicants who might be considering WP Carey. Absolutely. You know, we part of us sounds like a broken record of that idea of business is personal, but that absolutely translates into your application as well. Be yourself. That is the best number one piece of advice that I can give. Hopefully we've given, Elvis and I have given a little bit of enough of a sneak peek to understand that if you're anything other than yourself, that it's not going to serve you very well. So what that looks like is that if you fully 100% know what you want to do after your MBA, Awesome. Make sure that you outline that for us and that you can explain that to us. But also I would give you the advice that come in with some open eyes and open ears and open minds. But if you don't know, that's okay too. What we're looking for is just some drive and some direction, but overall passion, passion for people, passion for your own development, passion for your community. And the ways that you can do that really lines into being yourself. So, you know, the ways where you really have control is in your essays and in your interview. All too often, I see candidates who I can tell are responding to things the way that they think we want to hear it, or they're reading a buzzy word that they, you know, heard in the Wall Street Journal that morning. And if it's not part of your normal vocabulary, don't say it. So we value authenticity. So ensure that you are really thinking about why an MBA. You know, we have an incredible team of recruiters who can help you throughout the process, who can help even coach you for your interview. And we want you to be successful. That's the kind of hard stop. We want you to be successful. You do it by being you. Elvis, how about you? You are a MBA grad any advice that you might have for MBA applicants who are considering WP Carey? Rebecca said all the ones I was going to talk about. I'll just echo, be yourself. Obviously, just to be genuinely you. It's okay if you don't know exactly what you want to do. I think when I was applying for business school, that's something that stressed me out a lot. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. So how do I know what I do want to do? <laughs> so I felt like I was always just stressed out. Like, oh my God, if I don't have an idea what I want, they're going to like not take me in because... They want me to have a plan. So I definitely echo those two things. But I think the other 
piece of advice or recommendation is somehow express why WP carry in whatever way you can do that. Obviously, all MBAs are great MBAs as a degree. It's perfect. But more specifically, I think the WP carry looks for, and even when I used to do the interviewing with applicants, is trying to find out like why WP carry is something that interests you. And if there's any way you can kind of showcase that excitement or that passion, do so whether that's in the essays or just in any interactions with the staff or during the interviews, but definitely showcase why WP carry. Cause then that just, again, brings your natural self and what excites you. And it lets folks know more about you when you explain about things that interest you and excite you. All right. Well, it's been great chatting with both you, Elvis Diaz, a MBA graduate of ASU's WP carry MBA program and Rebecca Mallon Churchill, the director of graduate recruitment and admission at the WP Carey MBA program at ASU. Rebecca, if our listeners want to learn more about the program or even apply, where can they go or where should we point them towards? You are absolutely welcome to connect with me. I know that there should be a link to my LinkedIn here. We, as I mentioned, have an incredible team of people who will want to connect with you. So you can visit our website at wpcarey.asu.edu or send us an email at wpcarrymasters at asu.edu. Hi, everyone. LD here. And thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschooled.com backslash podcast.